friends, and welcome back to the weekly podcast. Um, I have missed you the last two weeks. Um, I have been extremely busy getting ready for Impact, uh, which was a few weeks ago. We talked about that, that I was running sound and doing audio for that conference. And then um, the week after Impact, I was just exhausted, and I didn't feel like doing anything including finishing a podcast, which has been sitting in a file in, uh, in my digital audio workstation for like two weeks now. And so I'm going to play that for you here in just a second, and uh, we'll get caught back up in the next week on our podcast. So have no fear. Weekly is not gone. I know that you were afraid that Weekly was not coming back, but don't worry. We are back. We will get caught up on the past two weeks and keep rolling with this podcast. Um, this past week, my children got the stomach bug, and then Cami and I also got the stomach bug. So, man, it's been a crazy week, and then it was a crazy week before that. So, I think everyone is on the mend now. I think we're getting better, and uh, at least I hope so. I can't take a whole lot more of sickness and exhaustion. So, without further ado, here's an episode that you should have heard about two weeks ago, and this was recorded around the time of my birthday, okay? So uh, that was what was on my mind as uh, I was recording this episode and working through this, and that episode is called Milestones and Markers. So I recently celebrated my birthday, and I'm in an age where I still enjoy um, all my birthdays, and hopefully I'll always stay that way, right? Hopefully I'll always enjoy um, celebrating um, a year of time and uh, my life and, and the growth and all the things that are continuing. I hope that I never get tired of, of doing that, but right now I still enjoy my birthdays, still like them, and I am officially in my late 20s. Okay. Now, maybe for you, that doesn't sound very old because you're older than that. Or maybe some of you listening are a lot less than 28 and you think that I sound really old. And if you do, that's weird. I never thought that I would, you know, feel old to someone. But um, yeah, here we are. Late 20s. It's time. Um, the last two or three years have been uh, very huge in my life and family, uh, two children, two new dogs. Uh, last year we moved into a house, so we are just celebrating our first year of home ownership. It has been a huge um, three or four years, really. The last um, five years of marriage have gone by so fast, and uh, man, when I look at my time hop every day, because I have a streak going. Okay, if you don't know what Time Hop is, Time Hop is an app that will show you things that you did a year ago, two years ago, etc., on all of your social media platforms Facebook, Twitter, uh, like Google Photos, um, other services, your iPhone photos. It will just remind you of what happened in years past, which is a really fun way to keep track of stuff and to keep track of history. And so, um, I love time hop. It's one of the things that I do every single day. And actually, it actually keeps track of how many times that you've checked it uh, in a row. And I'm up to like 210, I think, 210 days in a row of looking at time hop. And on one hand, I'm very proud of that accomplishment, right? Like I've, I've done that over 200 days in a row. And on the other one, I'm a little bit embarrassed, right? Because I've checked an app 200 plus days in a row. But 
I really do like Time Hop because it's really fun to go back and look at things that happened a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago. And here's how my pictures have gone lately. One year ago, our kids are a smaller version of themselves and we are um, looking at houses, getting ready to move into a house. Two years ago, Emmy Lou is very small and Lionel is just kind of a little, you know, one and a half year old kid. And then three years ago, uh, there is no Emmy Lou and there's just a baby Lionel. Four years ago, there are no kids. And we have a shelter dog that we rescued and we live in an apartment in Kingsport. Like so much has changed in the last four years. And then it goes back even farther. Six, seven, eight years ago, um, I'm in college. I'm on a mission trip to Thailand. Like I'm remembering all these things by seeing these markers that are here in front of me on my phone. Thanks to Time Hop. So if you don't have Time Hop and you have a smartphone, you should totally download it and you can relive all of your experiences. Now, I say all of that because on today's episode, I want to talk for just a few minutes about markers and milestones and why they matter in the spirit of celebrating uh, my birthday and thinking through those things. Um, I think that those moments, those markers in our life have great value to remind us of where we were, what was going on in our life, and to see the change and the growth that has happened. Here are a few examples. August the 8th. Is that, no? Does it ring a bell to you? Yeah. Probably not. But probably that day means nothing to you. But to me, it means a lot. Because on August the 8th in 2011 um, was the day that I found out that I have type 1 diabetes. Okay. Um, I felt horrible for about six months before that. Um, I had just gotten married, just started working full time, and um, walking up a flight of stairs was exhausting. Standing up for more than five minutes made me want to go to sleep. And I thought, I don't know, this is just how life is. I'm just on the struggle bus these days. <laughs> I was a horrible husband. And not that I'm a great husband now, but I imagine that I was even uh, worse as a husband. And honestly, I don't remember a lot of things like most of our wedding and um, all of July of that year. I don't remember. I cannot remember because my glucose was averaging over 600. So um, that was the average, which means it would go down like when I wasn't eating or at night, um, and which means that it also went up during the day. And so I felt horrible. Cammy was going to take me to urgent care that night. And I talked to my dad at lunch and my dad also has diabetes. And he said, well, why don't you come and check your glucose at my house before you go to urgent care, the ER or whatever, and just see. I was exhausted. Like I said, also I was drinking a lot of liquid, like 150 ounces of water, Powerade, whatever a day, unquenchable thirst. My lips were cracking. They were so dry, but I was drinking a lot of liquid, okay? So uh, some of the signs that were there. And so I go to my parents' house, check my glucose, and it's like 580. And this was before dinner. I hadn't eaten in like five hours. And so instead of going to urgent care, we go to the ER. And I walk in and tell them, my glucose is almost 600, and I think that I have diabetes. And they take me back right away. And over the next few days, um, begin uh, 
uh, giving myself shots and checking my glucose and adjusting to life with diabetes. So I had diabetes on August the 7th and the 6th and the 5th and all of July that I don't remember, but August 8th will stand out forever in my mind of a day that my life changed, the way that I live my life changed, the way that I conduct myself and take care of myself changed because of what happened on that day. So I'm going to remember that day forever. And every year I sort of have like a, you know, sorry your pancreas died anniversary party for myself where I (laughs) reflect on the last year and struggles and things that I can do better and things that need to change in my life to manage this um, disease better. I guess it's a disease. I don't really know what you call it. Terminal illness. That sounds really terrible, but it's kind of what it is. Unless I get a new pancreas, I'm going to keep rocking my insulin pump for the rest of my life. And that is a crazy realization, but where we are. That's August 8th. May 20th. Specifically, May 20th, 2011 was the day that Cammie and I got married. And there are lots of things that um, we've celebrated over the last few years, like um, having children, right? Getting a house, having uh, dogs, beginning careers, ending some careers, beginning new careers. And all those things happened because of May 20th, the day that we decided that we were going to do this thing called life and marriage together forever. And did I know everything in 2011? No way. I, I don't know everything now. You can ask my wife. She will tell you. I do not know everything. In fact, there are plenty of areas that I can improve in, but here's what I do know. I love my wife more today than I did in 2011 when we got married, and I hope that in a year from now, two years from now, it'll continue to be the same, that our relationship is growing and changing and evolving as we try to figure out how to do life together, as we work together um, for the common good of us and our family and our tribe and our unit. Another date, um, as we're talking about my relationship with my wife, is March the 3rd. Now, uh, in 2007, on March the 3rd, I took Cammie out on our very first date. We were seniors in high school. We were um, actually going to the same college and had decided to do that um, before we started dating, which is pretty crazy. It's pretty unbelievable. There's some, there's some fate in there, right, uh, that we both would decide to go to a school with like less than 2,000 students in South Carolina. Um, but we did, and we actually both got scholarships to go there. It was very cool, and on March the 3rd, I took her out on a date, and I remember everything about that date, honestly. Like, I remember um, pretty much everything. In fact, I just found recently a picture of us on our first date. It was very cute. It was, you know, we basically invented selfies, I think, because this was 10 years ago, and I had to take it on my MacBook, which I'm, okay, so I'm a nerd, right? I brought my laptop on our first date, but it was for a reason, because I bought her a CD, 
and there's a very specific song on it that I wanted her to hear. And so I bought her the CD. We took it to uh, Barnes and Noble in Johnson City, and I got out my computer and we listened to it at the Starbucks Cafe at Barnes and Noble, and we took a selfie on my brand new MacBook camera, which. I don't know, was very cool and super nerdy, but she knew what she was getting, right? Like she knew this was the path that she was going to walk down for the next 10 plus years when you bring your laptop on your first date. So guys, if you bring your laptop on your first date because you love technology and your girlfriend wants to stay with you, man, you're blessed. You're blessed. You know, our family is just sort of coming out of the infancy, young toddler stage and moving into older toddler preschool age with our children. And so, man, we're used to celebrating and remembering markers. It's basically how you know that your kid is surviving in the first year of life, right? Like you go to the doctor and they ask you things like, how many ounces of formula? How much are you feeding them? How much solid food are they eating? How much are they pooping? Like that's... Like you can basically track your kids' health by their by their bowel movements when they're less than one, right? Just kind of hilarious, but it's how they communicate with you, right? They don't have any words, but they share they share how they're feeling with you. You find out, and you know you track everything from you know steps and crawling and rolling over and flipping over from their stomach and smiling at you and waving their hand and their first words and their first sounds and and all of that is so fun and exciting. And sometimes I wonder if we lose some of the wonder of life because we stop celebrating all of those markers. And maybe they just become really spaced out and far apart. But my theory is is that we just get stuck in this monotonous rut of the day-to-day, the grind, the nine-to-five, whatever you want to call it. Like we're stuck in this pattern of life and we're not savoring and enjoying and counting those things. So I think it's important. I think that it matters that we have um, milestones that we celebrate and we have markers in place in our lives and in the lives of people around us that we celebrate with them the joy of life. Because the truth is we only get one shot. We only get one opportunity in this life. Like every day is a gift. Switchfoot has a song, and one of the lines says, every breath is a second chance. And I love that. Like, we think about things in such big terms sometimes. Oh, I got to do this thing. Oh, this is coming up. Oh, I got to finish this project. Oh, I don't want to do this. But like, living is a gift. Breathing is a gift. The fact that you're alive today is a gift. And we should celebrate that. And I'm not saying this from a place of success, like, oh, I do this so well, and so you should too. This is a challenge for me. This is what I'm thinking through. This is the point of really doing this podcast is being accountable for some of the things, for the ideas that I have as well. Instead of just hiding them away, it's like putting it out there, right? So how can we celebrate? How can we have more markers, more milestones, more good that we celebrate in our life. So as we are on this journey to make 2017 the best year ever, the best year that you have had, the best year that I've had, I think that we need to celebrate more markers and milestones and keep track of them and remember them so we can celebrate them again 
and again, and we can be reminded of the good in our life. Weekly is a podcast that explores life, faith, and culture through meaningful conversations. New episodes are available each Tuesday. You can subscribe in iTunes or Stitcher or listen on SoundCloud. Just search for Weekly Podcast. That's W-K-L-Y. You can also follow Weekly on Twitter at W-K-L-Y underscore pod or send an email to weeklypodcast at gmail.com.